Thank you all for joining us today. We're going to go ahead and invite a couple of speakers up uh, to join us today. Um, but we're also going to give a few minutes for people to trickle in. So please be patient. Uh, and we will get started at uh, about a minute really past, or two past the hour. Awesome. Once again, thank you all for joining us and, and coming in today. Um, I know we've got people from all over the world joining us early in the morning, perhaps, or late at night. So thank you all for joining. Uh, we're going to get started in just a couple of minutes. We're just going to give a few more minutes for folks to trickle in, um, but we're excited to get this conversation kicked off shortly. Hey, everybody. Uh, happy to see so many people here on a Tuesday morning. Uh, can everybody hear me? Hey, we can hear you. Good morning. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. We're just going to go ahead and give just another minute or two for uh, everybody to join us today, and then we're going to go ahead and kick things off here. Great. Sounds good. Looking forward to the chat. Hey, guys. Just testing. Can everybody hear me? Yeah, I can hear you well. Uh, hear you. Very clear. Hey, welcome, JD. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Happy to be here. Awesome. Is anybody else from the, the Tashi team joining us today, or are you going to be sharing on behalf of Tashi? No, I think uh, Lindsay is here somewhere, and Christine should be coming too. So uh, I'm here just on behalf of RBL today. Oh, right on. Awesome. Yeah. Well, awesome to have you. And uh, let me see if I can find Christine and, and Lindsay here, and then we'll invite them upstage. Awesome. I think we've got everybody here now. Welcome, Christine. Hello, hello. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. If I sound a little crazy this morning, my throat has decided to go bananas, but I am definitely here. <laughs> <laughs> All good. I'm, I'm, I'm admittedly in a, a similar spot. Uh, I took a couple of days off, but unfortunately came back with a, a scratchy throat from camping. So bear with me, everybody. But uh, super, super excited to have everybody here today and learning about the state of Evmos DeFi, but most importantly, what is coming to the state of Evmos DeFi. Um, so we've got some amazing projects here that I am going to start by highlighting, um, and then I will leave it to them to introduce themselves as well. But before we jump into the speakers, a, a little bit about myself and a little bit about Evmos. Uh, welcome all today uh, to this Evmos community call. Um, my name is Liam. I help uh, support the Evmos ecosystem with business development and other growth efforts. Um, and it's great to meet many of you guys. And I'm super, super excited to share with you guys uh, some really awesome teams that we've had the pleasure of working with uh, the past over the, some of these teams we've worked for with for the past couple of months. Um, but many of these teams, honestly, we've been talking to for the better part of a year or more. Um, and so, you know, 
you might not have heard a lot about their collaborations with Evmos, but that's because everyone is hard at work and we're super, super excited to share what they have been working on. Um, a quick intro to Evmos for anyone unfamiliar. Um, Evmos, you know, in simplest capacity, or its uh, yeah, simplest way uh, offers EVM or Ethereum compatibility to the Cosmos ecosystem, but really goes much further beyond that uh, to focus on, all right, how do we enable more interoperability use case from the EVM layer? Um, so for instance, we're gonna talk about a couple of use cases um, from, you know, during this conversation, but not to spoil that conversation, I'll throw out another example of like a DEX chain or a cross-chain DEX aggregator. Uh, so for instance, if you wanted to build something fully in Solidity um, that is able to aggregate liquidity from various DEXs across various Cosmos chains, then you can do that on Evmos leveraging EVM extensions. Um, and that's a little bit about Evmos, but I don't want to bore you guys with that because we've got some amazing speakers today who you guys are mostly going to be listening to. Um, and I'm just going to be mostly asking the questions. Um, if you have any questions about Evmos, so don't hesitate to reach out to myself um, or anybody else from the Evmos team after this call. And we're happy to get you up to speed. And without further ado, we've got some amazing speakers here that I will briefly introduce myself. Uh, we've got the Pangolin team, uh, which kind of brings their expertise of building DEXs from the Avalanche ecosystem and other ecosystems to now introduce Elixir, uh, their latest development on Evmos. Uh, we've got the Stride team, which is really well known for uh bringing liquid staking to the cosmos system i know they support a handful of assets including adam osmo and evmos um and i know they've been working very closely with our next speaker the forge team uh on protocol owned liquidity which has been really exciting to see um and that brings us to forge uh forge is a team made up of the developers from orbital apes um a really awesome nft marketplace in the cosmos ecosystem but then also uh the evmos dow governance workstream team uh they've been spending a lot of time working with governance and other community stakeholders which has been exciting and of course always great to see the collaboration with stride and other cosmos projects and then finally Last but certainly not least, we've got Tashi, represented by the wonderful Christine. Um, Tashi is a lending protocol that is coming to Evmos and is, uh, you know, working with some of these other projects that are up on this call today, which is exciting. Um, and, uh, you know, what's really excited about working with Christine and, you know, the, the broader Rome Blockchain Labs team behind Tashi is just the wealth of expertise that they bring. Um, so both Christine and JD bring so, so much expertise from growing ecosystems for Benki and the Avalanche ecosystem and Moonwell and the Moonbeam ecosystem. And so it's a lot more than just coming in, deploying code and leaving, um, but coming in and really focusing on our all right, how do we grow this whole pie for everybody to benefit from? Um, but like I promised, I said I would be shutting up pretty quickly here and leaving the talking to others. Um, so kicking off the intros for the projects, I would like to first hand it off in Pangolin to Pangolin, and then we'll go in the same order that I just went in. So Pangolin, do you want to share a little bit about what you guys are working on, why you guys are excited to be building in the Evmos ecosystem, um, and any exciting plans that people can start to think about? Yeah, I'd certainly love to. Uh, by the way, this is Crystal from Pangolin Exchange. For those of you that don't know, uh, Pangolin is a multi-chain decentralized exchange. Uh, we 
initially were on uh, Avalanche, uh, since have embarked on a multi-chain journey, now on Adera, Flare, Evmos, and uh, and soon there'll, there'll be more chains. Uh, specifically, what we're excited about with uh, with Evmos is, is the compatibility with the EVM. I think that was uh, just made it an, an easy uh, implementation and, and integration. It just made sense for us. But the shared vision of cross-chain connectivity was a, a big uh, piece for us and in, in why we decided to deploy to Evmos. I guess the ability to leverage the existing Ethereum ecosystem while addressing some of the scalability challenges going cross-chain was a significant draw for us. And I guess Evmos's focus on providing a, like a secure, scalable infrastructure aligns well with our project's goals. I guess things to be excited about is um, a few things that we'll be bringing in. Sorry, sorry. Sorry to jump Sorry in. To jump in. Um, um, I just want to add a quick comment that it's a little bit quiet coming from the Pangolin account uh, as I'm getting some comments from others. So I don't know if you're able to speak a little bit closer to the microphone or anything else to help that, um, but just wanted to give a heads up. Sure. Is that is that better? Um, um, it's not making a huge making difference, a huge difference for, me, for me, but I'm curious for, for, for other people. Christine or Diamond Rush, JD. Yeah, I think you need to use headphones as well. There's a bit of an echo. Okay, look, guys, you take it. I'll hand it over to the next person and you can come back to me, okay? All good. Sounds good. We'll hand it over to Stride then and we'll come back to you, Pangolin team. Okay, great. Um, yeah, so can everybody hear me well? Um, you, you never quite know what Twitter space is. Um, can I get a thumbs up or? Yeah, pretty good. Okay, yeah. Uh, all right, so yeah, um, my name is John Goltz. Uh, I'm the head of growth at Stride. And um, Stride is very well known for providing secure liquid staking for multiple Cosmos blockchains. Uh, at this point, there's uh, nine Cosmos blockchains that we support. So all the big ones and some of the smaller ones, I won't list them all because yeah, there's nine, and uh, we're constantly onboarding new chains. Um, so uh, I guess what attracted us to the Evmos ecosystem, if I'm being honest, is the high staking reward rate. Um, historically, the Evmos uh, staking APR has been incredibly high, one of the highest in the Cosmos. And while it has come down, uh, it does remain um, one of the higher ones, I would say, at around um, 30 or 40% APR, I believe. And with such a high staking reward for the Evmos token, it's really hard to justify using it anywhere else in the Evmos ecosystem except for staking, because staking is uh, your opportunity cost if you want to deploy it in DeFi or collateralize it or anything like that. So um, it, uh, the, this partnership, um, this collaboration between Stride and Evmos is really a perfect fit. And um, we're happy to not just be providing a liquid state token, um, STFMOS, but we're also doing things to help the adoption of STFMOS in the EVMOS ecosystem. And we're really happy to be working very closely with Forge. Um, I personally, as well as other people on the Stride team, have been very impressed by the speed and the... Um, well, the speed, the professionalism, the great communication, and the wonderful UX that we see all around Forge. Um, we've got Revert Finance also plugging into Forge to make the incentives possible. And um, yeah, um, speaking on behalf of Stride, we're just very happy to be here uh, providing liquid stake tokens. And 
Um, we think really the future of DeFi over the next 12 months is all about LSTs on Ethereum and elsewhere, but especially here in the Cosmos with high staking rewards for the Evmos token, the Atom token and other tokens. Um, it really is quite a challenge to make DeFi actually work without liquid stake tokens. With liquid stake tokens, you can keep your rewards and participate in DeFi. Um, so yeah, and I hope to talk more about this as the uh, space moves on. Awesome, thank you for sharing. Uh, and then Forge. Yeah, okay, so for us, uh, Forge is made out of two teams, the Orbital Apes and the Ethmos DAO. In terms of the Orbital Apes, I can say that what attracted us to Ethmos was the connection between Cosmos and the EVM. Like our background comes from Solidity development. So we've had years of experience in the Ethereum side and we've always been great fans of what the Cosmos can bring. So having this match of Cosmos and EVM was perfect for us and we decided to bring our experience to here. And then uh, we deployed when FMOS first launched. So we've seen the progress of the FMOS DAO and all the members that incorporated. And we know that they've been following everything since the start and they've always had the best interest for EFMOS in mind. So now they managed to secure a position where they can cause an effect and they can positively influence the chain. So this is how Forge uh, appeared pretty much. We went to the community, requested for funding, and we brought them the best possible experience we could do. Uh, so what our project brings is one of the best features of the EVM. We have a UNIV3 deployment, which brings concentrated liquidity and several other additions that go beyond what DEXs offer in Cosmos. So it's pretty interesting to see how we can bring uh, things from the EVM to Cosmos. And this is a unique uh, opportunity that FMOS gives us. And we've already seen the effects of bringing concentrated liquidity, uh, especially when paired with things like Stride, which they're providing liquid stake tokens for us. It becomes a very powerful solution that can even rival osmosis in some pools with a very small fraction of the liquidity. So all of these aspects that let us EVMOS lets us connect the EVM to Cosmos, makes us capable of delivering something above what other chains can deliver for the Cosmos and for the EVM, because it's an easy entry into the Cosmos side. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. And then finally, we've got Christine uh, from the Tashi team share a little bit more about Tashi. Hey, yeah. So I'm Christine. I'm one of the co-founders of Tashi. Um, I focus on BDN relationships. Um, I have the pleasure of working with RBL. Uh, he didn't get a chance to present himself. He would do a much better job than I would. But like you said, um, RBL has facilitated Banky on Avalanche and Moonwell on Moonbeam. And I've got to be a part of their team. Um, so I was there for the rollout of Banky. And so really with Tashi, we're excited about being able to bring everything we knew and experienced through those processes um, onto Evmos and we can adapt it and change it, which we have uh, to better fit the, the Evmos community. Um, so things like tokenomics, like th there's a bunch of stuff that we've changed to really adapt it, to make it the ideal position for everybody who's here to be able to participate and start to get the advantage of having borrowed assets, which I, is, you know, one of the bases for what really starts to drive uh, an ecosystem forward. So yeah, we're excited to be here. Awesome. And then yes, yeah, JD, didn't mean to skip over you. Uh, if you want to give a quick intro on yourself and Roblox Chain Labs and kind of how 
Tashi relates to Rome Blockchain Labs, but also how Tashi is independent from blockchain, Rome Blockchain Labs. I'm sure the folks here would appreciate the, the context. Yeah, good, uh, good question. Thanks for having us, guys. Uh, excited to be here, especially with our friends from Stride, Forge, and Pangolin, as well as you, of course, Liam. Um, anyways, yeah, Rome Blockchain Labs, uh, we are, as our name suggests, a laboratory. Um, so we build uh, a whole bunch of products for ourselves on, on many different ecosystems, um, mainly data and informatics. Um, we also have an algorithmic trading ecosystem and, and many other things that um, we won't talk about today. Uh, but another thing that we've done in the past is um, we've bootstrapped borrow lend, liquid staking, and other primitives in other ecosystems. And uh, we think that there's there's a, a bit of a playbook that makes a heck of a lot of sense um, when working to get kind of grassroots support and build grassroots communities uh, in these budding ecosystems. And, and so we've been talking to um, the Evmos Foundation for uh, what feels like ever, um, but was probably about a year and a half before um, we got to a point that it made perfect sense for us to support um, to support a, a, a native launch into Evmos. And so um, the way that works generally is when when we we have a new ecosystem that we're looking at launching into. Um, then we promote generally a few people from within Rome Blockchain Labs and occasionally bring someone from outside. And we put that dedicated team um, in front of the protocol in an ecosystem. So they get the benefit of the economies of scale. Um, we have about 50 full-time uh, employees at Rome Blockchain Labs. So quite a few developers and, and fairly sophisticated um, expertise in, in different channels of development specifically for DeFi. Uh, so uh, it really makes a lot of sense to support these projects. Um, what uh, Liam, you asked an interesting question. So uh, Rome Blockchain Labs, um, the way that the way that our engagements work is we build and launch the tech on behalf of um, the team. So Tashi team went through all of their uh, protocol architecture uh, themselves, they went through all of their, their project economics, tokenomics, all of these things. Those decisions are made um, in the absence of Rome Blockchain Labs. Um, what we do is we guide and advise them on, on what's the best way to go. And then once they make decisions, um, we develop the tech and deploy it for them. On an ongoing basis, um, Rome Blockchain Labs is essentially a vendor uh, for uh, for Tashi. Um, we have a service level agreement where we maintain the technology. We will uh, pursue research and development on behalf of Tashi. They eff effectively own a team inside of Rome Blockchain Labs. Um, and that's it. They make their own decisions. We're not um, driving any financial yield, emissions, economic, or any of those types of decisions. Um, we're just here to help use as much of our understanding, relationships, and expertise as we can um, to build a solid foundational protocol for Evmos. So we're excited to be here. Awesome. No, thank you for that explanation. And yeah, the reason I, I just asked for a little bit more context, because I know a lot of other folks have been asking about that in various governance forums of how Rome Blockchain Labs and Tashi, you know, compete and so, or, or uh, kind of collaborate rather. Um, and so I appreciate just kind of that, that extra context. And hopefully it does help address some of those questions before. Um, and then finally, last but certainly not least, I want to go back to the Pangolin team to see if your audio issues are, are worked out um, and if you want to uh, finish out your intro from earlier. Thanks, Liam. Uh, take two. Can everybody hear me? I can. All right. Oh, uh, I can hear a little bit better. 
Just a little bit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, look, um, let's just get to it, right? So, look, Pangolin is a multi-chain decentralized exchange, uh, for those that don't know, launched in uh, 2021 on the Avalanche Network. Uh, we've since embarked on a multi-chain journey, I, I guess you would call it, uh, having deployed to uh, Hedera, Flares, Songbird, and, and now Evmos, and we're really stoked to be on Evmos. And, and in fact, we're, we're really stoked to have our first iteration of Pangolin Elixir on Evmos. So Evmos was the debut chain for our new concentrated liquidity decks. Um, and we're really excited to, I guess, utilize uh, the cross-chain connectivity, uh, both uh, via sort of uh, IBC on Cosmos, via Evmos, but also with the wider, I guess, ecosystem of, of EVMs so we can build towards a chain agnostic future. Um, I guess, that was the main thing that sort of attracted us uh, to Evmos. Uh, that and also the fact that it's a, it's, a, it's a, I suppose, key EVM chain in the Cosmos network, and we're big fans of Cosmos at Pangolin. Um, I guess we're, we want to build and uh, bring our multi-chain decks, but there's a few features such as our Elixir in-range farms that we're excited to bring. Uh, we're going to be deploying that very, very soon on Evmos. What that means is... Um, the users on Evmos will be able to essentially get rewarded for having more concentrated liquidity. Uh, we're excited as well. Eventually, we will be able to bring our bridge swap uh, to Evmos. That has a few dependencies that we're waiting on, but I, the, the, I, su I suppose the good news in that is that eventually bridge swap will be able to utilize both IBC and also allow users to, to flow in and out uh, from other EVM chains. And then uh, particularly excited about bringing our Honeycomb SDK to the the Evmos ecosystem, which I guess would allow for developers of other projects to be able to add extra features into their dApps via this SDK, whether they wanted to have swaps or they wanted to have the in-range farms directly embedded in, into their application, they could do that. Uh, so I guess the overall thing is to just enhance the accessibility, the liquidity, the user experience for participants on Evmos DeFi and also helping other developers and, and projects to sort of utilize the tools that we bring. And we believe that our project's roadmap will contribute to the overall growth and adoption of Edmos, uh, as well as, the, 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 I suppose, the broader uh, ecosystem outside of Edmos as well, um, as we kind of trend towards the sort of multi-chain future. But yeah, awesome. that's a bit about us. There you go. Excellent. No, thank you for sharing. Well, cool, guys. Thank you, everybody, again, for being here. And, and we've got a, a wide variety of teams on this call, which is exciting, um, and all kind of supporting the Evmos ecosystem in various ways. Uh, to kick off the call, I will start off with a question or two that I will ask to the open forum. Um, and my ask of you guys is just for anybody to jump in. Um, I don't want to have to go person by person by person. Uh, some questions that I will ask later on will be specific to individual teams, but also if any of your teams have questions for the other teams that you think would benefit this uh, discussion group, please jump in and, and ask away. Uh, my goal here is for this to be a discussion rather than a question answer interview from myself, because uh, nobody really likes listening to me talk for that long. Um, on that note, uh, the first question that I will kick things off with is, you know, just open the question of the current state of Evmos DeFi. Um, you know, I know Evmos DeFi has gone through a lot the past year. Um, I mean, we launched, um, and for those of you who were 
uh, originally with us from the very beginning, uh, there was a governance proposal passed by Luna Governance. Um, the week we launched, I think it was, uh, to allocate $10 million of Luna incentives to Evmos, um, and then bring some protocol and liquidity as well. Um, and then of course we launched and Luna collapsed two weeks later. So we started off on a rocky boat, you know, we continued to have the Nomad hack, uh, you know, which hurt a lot of bridgers in our ecosystem. Um, and then we've had a few things flare up from uh, you know, in between. Um, but the big thing that has stood out to me about the Evmos DeFi ecosystem is the resiliency, uh, the willingness of teams like all of those here to continue to commit resources to building in the state of Evmos DeFi. And so my question for all of you guys is, you know, one, if you guys want to share a little bit about, you know, how the state of Evmos DeFi looks to you, feel free to. Um, but more so, I'm curious to understand, you know, what do you see as you know, key things that are, you know are coming that either you're bringing to the Evmos ecosystem or, you know, other partners are bringing to the Evmos ecosystem in the next couple of months that you're really excited about. Um, but then also I want to hear from you guys about what aren't you seeing that you want to see more of? You know, what is a call to action to, you know, not just, you know, myself and the Evmos team to focus on, but also what is a key thing that you want all of the listeners on this call to think about, especially those who are developers and thinking about developing something on Evmos or uh, helping to grow uh, communities around or, or anything else, right? We have a role for everybody in our community, um, but I would love to hear, especially since many of you guys have built in other ecosystems as well. I want to hear what has gone so well in those other ecosystems that you would leave, love to see more of at FMOS. So I'll open the discussion up on that question. I'm going to jump in and answer here because I, you know, thinking about this question um, literally makes me think of, you know, when you walk into a house and you can smell something cooking and it's delicious. I mean, you can't see it yet, but you know that it's happening. You can sense that it's happening around you. I feel like that's kind of like the state of FMOS right now. And I know that might sound like kind of a funny thing to say, but it's true. Being in this environment, I mean, I can see all the puzzle pieces being put together. So maybe for an outsider, I know Liam, you talked about like things that have happened in the past with Evmos. It might look like there's not much going on, but as soon as you get under the surface, I feel like all the troops are lining up and it's ready to take action. You know, like if you look at if you look at the Evmos team and they're redesigning the tokenomics, they're making huge changes, right? If you look at the community together, um, they built Forge and have taken action there. And then you look at everybody on this call bringing in all of these things at the same time. I feel like as a whole, it should be a really positive sentiment. Like there's a lot happening. And if I could add something that I think would be a major game changer too I, in the future, I mean, it would be great to talk about getting Evmos on a centralized exchange. I think that would have a huge impact for everybody. But I mean, as a whole, I think we're all doing exactly what needs to be done. There are people jumping in, taking steps. They can feel how solid this community really is, this chain really is. And they see the value. That is what Evmos is. The value is, you know, we're EVM connected, we're connected to Cosmos. There's legitimately infinite possibilities for us. It's a builder's dream. So I think that. You know, you can look at the state of DeFi on Evmos and say, mm hmm, there, there's really not much going on there. There, you know, or you can look at it and say, holy, mm, holy inappropriate word. I don't want to be bad on here, but 
you know, like, <laughs> and, like, honestly, though, holy shit, like, this is going to explode pretty soon here. There is so much actually happening, you know, behind the scenes. No, and thank you for sharing, Christine. And I, I do want to open up to the others to talk here, too. But I'm curious if there's anything in particular that stands out to you, Christine, um, that's on the horizon that's that, you know, cookies in the oven, or is it still too early to share? And maybe, maybe you got to wait a, a little bit longer uh, to share any specifics. You mean in particular to Tashi or in Evmos? E- either in particular to Tashi or, or Evmos as a whole. I mean, we got a ton just of stuff going what, on. What kind of, just curious what kind of cookies you got baking in that <laughs> oven. <laughs> well, I mean, mm, for us, cookies. I know, right? <laughs> for us, I, we have so much going on. Um, we're launching a huge marketing campaign, uh, global marketing campaign. It should go pretty well. A um, ton of stuff. We're going to be there's a lot of stuff that I'm not quite at liberty to share yet. We actually have a great partnership that um, has really come into play with Quadrata, and that's actually going to allow us to change some of the dates coming up for us. We've been talking about um, when our Genesis pools are closing and when our token sale is, but because of this relationship with Quadrata and what they're going to help, I mean, when they're going to be accessible to, okay, so how Quadrata works is it's a, um, they do KYCing and you end up with a passport, right? So instead of having everybody KYC within TokenSoft and then have to come back over and KYC within us, we're building on the relationships that we have and we're aligning people together. And this isn't just in these particular circumstances. This is what it feels like is happening all throughout everybody who's participating in Evmos. Um, so we actually... Because of these relationships, we're now working on a solution to KYC once, and you can take that with you to TokenSoft, and so you don't have to do it again. You're already onboarded. It's all good. It's going to work within Tashi. You'll be able to do it from Tashi. Um, And because of that, we have this amazing opportunity to extend our Genesis pools, which is going to be great. So the um, supply period for that is going to be pushed out it, it, it's we have so much happening i gotta let other people talk i can talk all day but just in general there's lots of cookies <laughs> uh, i i'm a big fan of cookies myself uh but no thank you for sharing and, and teasing out a, a little bit of that alpha um who else on, on the call kind of has something to share about you know not only the state of most DeFi right now but where it's going and you know anything in particular that you would voice that you want to see or that you're not already seeing I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in here quickly. I'll jump in quickly, Liam. Um, I think, you know, kind of to echo what Christine was saying um, and, and using food analogies because... Uh, Whoops, sorry, did I lose you? Oh, can you not hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Maybe, maybe Liam's just having... Can anybody uh, else hear JD talking right now? Yeah, I can hear him as well. Twitter space yeah. is always a little bit... Uh... Getting rugged by Elon again. Oh, man. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll quickly chime in. I think, you know, to go along with the food analogy again, um, it's the Evmos ecosystem to me, at least, you know, from, from my perspective, kind of feels like, you know, when you're making microwave popcorn and it sits in the microwave for like, I don't know, two minutes before any of the corn pops. But what you know is happening is the energy is building, energy is building, energy is building. And once one start starts popping, then everything starts popping. Um, I talk about this quite a bit when we and when we discuss scaling ecosystems. And I, I think it's it's not usually just one individual event that is the catalyst for many things to, to happen, but it's a convergence of um, teams building and community members 
participating and being ready to actually support the ecosystem and believing in the ecosystem. And I think, um, as Liam was saying before, there's room for everybody. So I think our ask would be, um, we're only as good as the collective ideas that come from our uh, come from our communities. So um, don't be shy. Please engage with with RBL, with Forge, with everybody, with with Tashi. Um, let them know what you love, what you don't love. Support other users. Um, we, we need to make Evmos a very welcoming environment. Not that it isn't already, but we need to continue building on that. And I think we'll uh, uh, we'll really have uh, a great future here in the very near term. Awesome. No, be beautifully said. And love all the food analogies. I got to say, it's a, uh, it's 6.30 a.m. for me. So it's a little bit early to be getting really hungry in the morning. I'm really hungry in the morning. So I might have to make some popcorn and cookies for breakfast this morning. Uh, but it's a great point that you bring up, JD, about, you know, just like the... Uh, how, how things might compare a little bit differently for like new entrants and, you know, people who have been around for a long time. And so I'm curious, actually, to pass it over to you forge team uh because you guys have been around the longest for sure um you know between the orbital apes you know deployment and just like building other tools and services within the evmos ecosystem i'm curious how you guys have you know seen things evolve and i'm curious to hear yeah i guess same similar question to the others of like where do you see Forge playing like a key role in helping to like shape the future of Evmos DeFi? And then what do you see as like an open question to the broader community that, you know, either you're specifically looking for support for, or you think people should be spending more time trying to tackle and take care of for Evmos? Yeah, so being here from the beginning, we've been through the ups and downs of Evmos and we know exactly what's happened in the past and how things could be done in a better way. Uh, I feel like right now, at this specific moment, we have a bunch of things cooking and a bunch of things coming, which is very exciting because even though FMOS suffered some setbacks, right now the chain itself has changed and also the space behind it has changed. For example, I think around 40% of staked ETH is in form of LSTs at the moment. And this shows an industry-wide shift to liquid stake tokens, which like in the past, Proof of stake has been a Cosmos concept that everybody loves. That people like to stake their tokens, get the APR, APR rewards from that. But I feel like right now we're going through a transition period where people want to utilize their tokens in DeFi. And FMOS was like, it had a very high APR before, but right now with the halving and with things like Stride coming and offering liquid stake tokens, it's very exciting because it means that the user will finally be able to use their FMOS tokens in DeFi. And this is something we also want to invite other teams to do. Forge, for example, has a very strong emphasis on liquid stake tokens because of the flexibility it brings the users. And then we see something like Tashi, which they're bringing something that was needed from the start in FMOS. A lending protocol is something amazing and that will give users more opportunities to explore in DeFi. But we also feel like there should be an emphasis on liquid stake tokens within their platform, as this will... Because currently, uh, Tashi can manage uh, very good APRs that are attractive for people. But in the long term, once the uh, liquidity inside the platform is more and the incentives are spread between more people, I think that liquid state tokens is going to be the more sustainable solution long term because this allows users to not give out on their staking rewards but still use their tokens in DeFi. So I feel like Evmos is at... Uh, 
very important moment. It's a lot of things launching at the same time, lots of users uh, being attracted to the chain and we have to build it properly from the beginning. So this is why we partner with Stride and we invite others to look into liquid stake tokens and the benefits this can bring to DeFi. Awesome. No, thank you for sharing. And I guess on, on that point, you know, I'm sure some people on the call have some familiarity with liquid stake tokens or liquid stake derivatives. Uh, but I'm curious either if the Stride team or another team here wants to talk a little bit more about, you know, what does it really mean to use these liquid staking tokens in DeFi? Uh, what are some of the strategies that you guys see? You know, do you see uh, liquid staking playing a role just as a general concept in Tashi um, or lending protocols? And, you know, what else? are some of these like exciting things um, that are enabled uh, that the kind of Forge account was just talking about? Uh, yeah, uh, I'd be uh, very happy to talk about that. Uh, so first of all, to chime in on what we were saying about um, the Evmos ecosystem and the Evmos project at this moment, uh, definitely very resilient, a very strong community. Um, like I was saying before, um, at Stride, we work with many different communities across the cosmos. And the great thing about the cosmos is there's so much uh, diversity, different teams, different chains, trying different things. And with that perspective, I'll say that here with Evmos, uh, it does have a very strong community. I was very impressed at how the community could organize itself and coordinate itself to um, prudently and responsibly spend funds from the community pool to build Forge, to attract Revert, to deploy protocol-owned liquidity. And I'll also say that the leadership of Evmos is very impressive as well. In addition to having a strong community, there's also a um, strong leadership, I would say. The Evmos Foundation and um, different people that give a sense of direction and leadership and confidence. So yeah, lots of good things for the Evmos ecosystem, despite um, the circumstances in the market. Things are certainly looking good. And um, to talk about liquid stake tokens a little bit, um, as the Forge speaker was saying, um, liquid stake tokens really are the future of DeFi. Um, on Ethereum, as to, to reiterate his uh, statistic, about 40% of staked um, ETH is liquid staked. And of course, um, if you're providing, like, even if you're doing something as basic as providing liquidity on a DEX, and the tokens you're providing are not liquid staked, that DEX is going to have to somehow compensate you for the staking rewards you're forfeiting. So with Atom, that's a 20% staking reward. If you choose to forego that and instead provide your Atom as liquidity, that DEX is going to have to get you 20% in swap fees, which is not really possible. So it's going to have to be incentives. On DEXs throughout the cosmos, we see lots of incentives because... DEXs are based on unstaked tokens, and it's rather an unsustainable model, um, especially with the high staking APRs here in the Cosmos for Atom and other tokens. So something uh, very exciting about Evmos is Evmos is really ahead of the curve um, when it comes to uh, liquid stake tokens. I think Evmos uniquely amongst all communities in the Cosmos really learned a lesson about high APRs. Uh, for staking rewards and what effect that can have on DeFi with uh, Evmos former 1000% staking APR. And now I think Evmos is really leading the way with liquid stake tokens. Um, to, sh to share a few statistics about Evmos, um, I think Evmos is the chain with the highest amount of stake tokens liquid staked in the cosmos. And that's a pretty good place to be. I think um, if you look at the statistics, there's roughly uh, 10 million 
staked Evmos. And that's, I think, about 5% of the staked Evmos supply. So about 5% of staked Evmos is actually liquid staked. And that's a good position to be in because all that Evmos can be sustainably used in DeFi without somebody having to constantly pour on inflationary rewards to compensate people for their forfeited staking rewards. Um, another thing I'll say, just to close, um, Evmos is important, but also to have a thriving DeFi ecosystem, um, the Evmos chain should be trying to at attract uh, liquidity from outside of Evmos. So, um, so ETH, so Atom. And if you take a look at Atom, I was checking on MintScan this morning. There's about 35,000 of strides ST Atom in the Evmos ecosystem on the chain. So 35,000 ST Atom, and there's 44,000 Atom. So the amount of liquid staked Atom in Evmos DeFi is almost the same as the amount of unstaked Atom in Evmos DeFi. And that's another good thing to see as well, because the more um, a chain tries to attract liquid staked Atom, the more sustainable its DeFi is going to be. Uh, you look at other chains throughout the cosmos, really, most of them probably have more unstaked Atom than uh, liquid staked atom, and they probably have much more unstaked atom, in fact. Uh, but at Evmos, really, um, much of the atom, as I was saying, um, nearly 50% of the atom is liquid staked. And so the way that the Evmos ecosystem is embracing liquid staking, and especially Stride's very secure liquid staking, um, that's a very good sign for the future development of sophisticated DeFi um, in Evmos, I would say. Gotcha. No, thanks for sharing that. And I, I know, um, you know, Diamond Rock and helpful with all the statistics, too. But I know JD was unmuting himself earlier. So, JD, did you want to kind of add on to that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's exciting to see what Stride and others are doing um, building these liquid staking tokens. But I think it's worth noting, uh, at least from my perspective, in my opinion, what um, liquid staked assets bring to DeFi in general. And I think it... Um, makes sense to, to step back for just a second. Um, one, one of the dilemmas that we've had to make, and I think our, our friends from Stride kind of commented on this slightly, one of, the, one of the decisions or dilemmas that we've had up until liquid staking assets was um, if you wanted to participate in the security and decentralization of an ecosystem, uh, as well as the potential upside, but if you really cared about Evmos or any other proof of stake network, um, you would have to lock up your tokens uh, for, for some period of time, whether it's two weeks or in some other ecosystems, it's longer. Um, but the challenge is that then you only have one um, potential yield vector, and that is from the, um, from the uh, block rewards for those proof-of-stake assets. So what liquid staking does is it adds a whole new dimension of capital efficiency in the sense that not only can you still contribute to the greater decentralization and security of the network, via staking your assets and validating, um, but you can also then use that equity, um, the equity value that you have tied up there in additional DeFi activities. And so um, to take that one step further, what that also allows um, is a base real yield. And so one of the things that um, we spent a lot of time um, imagining and doing R&D on with, with some quant firms with Tashi um, and for other protocols that, that we've launched is really trying to understand what creates more sustainability in DeFi. And right now, unfortunately, with the risk-free rates the way that they are in the US and globally, um, DeFi yields um, historically have not been high enough without exorbitant additional emissions um, causing pressure, downward pressure on the token value of whatever token is emission or is emitted. 
And um, I, I think what liquid staked assets do as we start to get more and more proliferation of these assets and more and more liquidity in different ecosystems um, is it provides a base yield from which other products can be built. And so where normally we're trying to find ways to create real yield in DeFi, um, this offers kind of a base layer of yield from which we can build more sophisticated products. And so all of that to say, uh, I completely agree. Liquid staking is uh, an incredibly important piece of both security decentralization and lastly, uh, capital efficiency and more sophisticated product development. So very excited to see um, incredibly smart teams building um, in this direction. And we're looking forward to uh, whatever collaborations we can have. Yeah. And um, on that note, while we're talking about uh, liquid stake tokens, I must ask the uh, Tashi team. Um, uh, I haven't had a chance to ask this uh, publicly or privately before, but um, how do you envision uh, liquid stake tokens for your money market? Hey, um, so I'm actually, Tashi is hosting, but we're hosting on behalf of Rome. So I'm going to let JD answer this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good question. Um, I, I think the approach with most uh, lending protocols in, in most ecosystems we have, and we've brought in with us um, very sophisticated economic risk partners. Um, and, and this is a critical piece of um, staying solvent and staying confident and attracting institutional capital from outside the ecosystem, which is important. Um, but all of that being said, um, the liquid stake or the, the assets that we support on Tashi or any other lending protocol need to go through a rigorous uh, process with our risk partners. And so there's a few um, there's a few criteria that have to be met. The first one is um, liquidity for those assets on the uh, decentralized exchanges. There needs to be a, a good path to getting those assets to and from their liquid staked state uh, in, in the event of liquidation. So there has to be a certain amount of liquidity. We can talk about that privately, my friend, how that works, and, and we can connect you with our risk partners. Um, we are generally agnostic to what assets we list. We want to list everything. Um, but because lending protocols, especially uh, the pooled structure that, that we currently use, um, you're, you're always as risky as your riskiest asset. So um, we can't support everything, regardless of whether we want to or not. Um, but we, are, one of the biggest, um, uh, I think, focuses of a lending protocol is to work with these other teams, assets that might seem like long tail assets, and get them uh, into that point of stability as best we can and work with the teams to, to meet the parameters that are required, and then get support on the lending protocol. So <clears throat> we're never going to be um, protectionist. We're never going to be... Um, only supporting one asset over another. Um, it all comes down to how are they managing the DPEG risk? Um, what is the security like, obviously, for the asset have, do they have, or for the, uh, the protocol, pardon me? Um, what does the structure look like of the asset? Who's involved? Who are the multi-sigs? You know, what are security? What's the security parameters? Um, as long as all of that stuff is good and then we've met the criteria, then, of course, we're, we're happy to support uh, stride assets and, and any other liquid staked assets uh, that, that meet those criteria. Ultimately, in the end, um, borrow lend, you know, obviously should expand as ecosystems expand and cover more and more assets. And I think to be competitive, um, you, you have to be able to support as many assets as you possibly can. So that's definitely our goal. That's a good question, then. And uh, that was a very good answer. A very good, uh, comprehensive, um, security-minded uh, answer. 
Um, certainly, we're um, aware of risk frameworks and whatnot. Uh, our liquid stake tokens are supported on uh, Mars, on Osmosis, UMI as well. Um, it's good to hear that um, yeah, you're considering these um, risk factors and you're open-minded to listing LSTs on uh, Tashi, on Evmos. Um, yeah, because as you say, really, uh, to be competitive and um, considering the um, the the, um, the opportunity cost of not staking your collateral, um, liquid stake tokens really do make sense for money markets. Without a doubt, couldn't agree more, man. And oh yeah, sorry, Christine, go for it. Um, I know you just had uh, asked before if there was any questions that we could put out to the other partners here. Um, a question that we get asked a lot within. Tashi is, you know, are we going to work with Forge? Are we going to work with Penguin? And it's really clear to us that we're going to be working with both. But I think that it might be helpful for those two teams to explain why it's a good thing to have multiple partners within the space and how they can work together and how it builds the ecosystem better, just so that people get a grasp. So they don't feel like they have to choose one or the other or, you know, how we work together as a community to bring up Evmos. Awesome. No, I, I think that's great. And, uh, and Christine, I would actually even ask of you, just because I know the context to this question, but I, I appreciate that maybe not everybody else here has a context of how does a lending protocol just in general work with DEXs? And where do you see DEXs playing a key role into lending protocols? And then I think that's a great spot to kind of hand it off to Forge and Pongo and share how they specifically uh, jump, jump into that and, and try and meet some of those needs. Sure, I'm, I'm happy to come in. Um, so look, we all know that the dependency for, for lending to succeed is, is liquidity, right? So obviously DEXs play a pivotal role there in deepening the liquidity so that um, the lending platforms can really thrive. So that, that's a key relationship that we have uh, with, with lending uh, protocols. I suppose in, in some sense, DEXs are almost like a de dependency for, for lending protocols. Uh, but to kind of speak to Christine's point about uh, why we should all sort of collaborate together and work together. Uh, I think it's been pretty clear over the last however many months uh, over the last year that there's been somewhat of an attack on the space. Uh, and I think that that's highlighted the fact that we all need to actually work together on this and 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 prevent any sort of uh, individualistic actions within the space uh, for, for the sole benefit of you know one protocol. Um, I think when we work together, we we strengthen uh, the the whole ecosystem. So we're more than happy to collaborate with awesome teams like the Forge team to d discuss these things. Um, and we welcome both the the Tashi liquid staking tokens as well as the Stride liquid staking tokens and whoever else. We, we've always taken quite an agnostic approach to things. Uh, for those who don't know, like our current implementation of the DEX anyway in the bridge swap already utilizes liquidity from other AMMs across different chains. So we've already shown that we don't just have our own liquidity interests at heart. We have the interests of the user and ensuring that the user can access uh, liquidity across the space uh, and not just through us. So, yeah, collaboration is really, really important to us. I want to say that I love the the uh, the, the food um, <laughs> the uh, I'm, I'm 
forgotten the word that I, I the, wanted to ana- analogies or references. Analogy. There um, we go. Yeah, the food, the food analogies. I absolutely love them. So without sort of repeating them, I think we can all agree that Evmos hasn't really gotten started yet, and we're really just beginning here. And I think that's what makes it really exciting. And so we have a big opportunity to to really uh, make uh, make an impact here on on Evmos, and and that's why we we did wanted to be here. But like we're particularly really excited about, I suppose, becoming a sort of gateway for for Evmos because we're already set up for multi-chain. I think we can be a, a real uh, support uh, for bringing in more liquidity from from other uh, networks and and just overall supporting all of the projects on on the network. Uh, so so everything that's happened so far was just the appetizer, and um, now we're moving <laughs> on to the main course. There we go. And unfortunately, time is coming to an end. So we're going to have to come to dessert sooner rather than later. Uh, going back to those cookies uh, that Christine was baking. But, but um, sh- sh- what a joke. Attaboy. <laughs> uh, Christine, uh, I want to pass it back to you. I did see your hand up there. And I, I did kind of want a little bit of more of that context, if you could allude to how uh, lending protocols work with DEXs. Um, but, and then we'll pass it back over to you, Forge, because uh, I know you've been very patiently waiting to talk. Yeah, so we use um, DEXs for liquidation liquidity. And just to be completely transparent, we are DEX agnostic. We're, we are, sorry, we're going to work with um, wherever has the liquidity that we need to provide. Uh, oh, I'm so sorry. I am really not feeling well. That's okay. Um, so basically, when you bootstrap liquidity, which is the hardest part of seeding an ecosystem, we have to work with multiple partners and able to have incentivization to get this liquidity up to a manageable level or we'll be limited in what we can support. So wherever has liquidity, we are open to work with whoever and everybody in the space. I'll just quickly add on that. Um, the, the way that the risk assessments are done is um, they look at all the DEXs in the ecosystem and... Uh, direct centralized exchange rails uh, in terms of what is the liquidation potential. And so they don't say, um, is your partnership specifically with Forge or is it specifically with Pangolin or other DEXs or other order books or whatever it is? They say, here is the aggregate liquidity from the ecosystem. Uh, it's between the DEXs, it's either enough or not enough. The slippage, the uh, all of those tolerance levels are either um, outside or inside of our expected ranges. Um, and so essentially what we what we like to do is work with um, as many partners as possible, um, not necessarily choosing one over the other, um, but rather working to try to incentivize in unique ways and, and work with their communities in unique ways um, to help bootstrap that liquidity on the DEXs. Um, all of that to say um, that you know, of course, uh, we're only as good as the cumulative uh, amount of liquidity in the ecosystem. We need to bring liquidity from outside and we need to work with all of our DEX partners to be able to do that at scale. Otherwise, what happens is we can only support a very limited amount of assets and even of the assets we can support. And you'll see this when we when we move to full launch, it starts with much lower collateral factors than people would like. Um, again, we, we, we ease into the risk of having these assets so that we know it's manageable and there's no risk to users or to the protocol in general. Um, these are these are really good questions and, and uh, really good stuff to talk about, though, guys. So thanks for bringing it up. All great points, indeed. And and Forge, thank you guys for, for patiently waiting. I want to pass it over to you. Okay, of course. 
So for us, a point we really like to highlight is that Forge is a community-funded project. So there was no token sale. There's no protocol fees involved in it. It's purely there to serve as public infrastructure. So we want to provide people with the ability to trade at the best possible rates in the chain. And we constantly strive to bring more partners into the chain and work with whoever's in the chain. So for example, when we started working on the DEX, we reached out to Stride and we managed to find a sort of deal where we could start bringing their assets here to take the, the DeFi space in FMOS into a certain direction. Then currently, we're using Revert Finance, which is another team we brought here for incentivizing pools. So what they allow us is to, in a completely decentralized manner, any team can interact with Forge through Revert to provide incentives in any pool they want, and they will be able to, to have it. Another addition, it's a bit newer, but it's already been deployed into FMOS, is Tier Protocol. So the way Revert works is that it uses a time-based uh, incentive uh, module so what happens is that people lock in their liquidity to receive incentives now we're bringing something a bit different that's gonna be more uh, for the more casual users so steer protocol is a liquidity management uh, protocol so what it will allow people to do is to simply stake their liquidity position with steer and steer uh, has some strategies that will automatically manage the liquidity to get the best results so Steer currently is deployed in FMOS. It allows for back testing for people to check their strategies. It allows users to create multiple strategies for the same position so they can tackle more points within the same price curve. And it's very exciting because it enables more flexibility for users. In addition to this, Steer also comes with their own staking module, the incentives module. So this will allow other protocols to through steer incentivize certain positions and allow their tokens to build deep enough liquidity. Through Forge, this is all done automatically. You don't need uh, interaction from us, so it's open for everyone. And because of this, uh, we're constantly in the lookout for new partners, new people to bring their tokens into the DEX and be able to offer the best project, uh, the best product possible for everyone. So our DMs are always open. We're happy to collaborate with everyone and. It, Everything we do is for the good of FMOS. So any value we can bring, we're always open to discuss it. Well, thank you for, so much for sharing all of that context. Always great when you can see, you know, teams in FMOS bringing more teams to FMOS to continue to build on FMOS. Um, at the end of the day, that's how we bring more builders um, and help to build this future that we're all here talking about. I know we're coming up on time here, um, so I do want to start to wind things down, unfortunately, although I know we could all hang out here and talk for another couple of hours. Uh, I know we've got a lot of speakers here and a lot of them have shared, you know, really interesting insights or learnings or things that they're looking forward to about the future. Um, but now I just want to give each team one minute to shill. Uh, to talk about what you guys are really excited about for your own project, what you're really excited about for the next month or two of Evmos, and any really key call-outs to the community for where they can get involved with your project, whether that's as a user, whether that's as 
a you know funder or supporter, whether that is as a builder or developer. At the end of the day, we want to see more community members getting involved. I know we get requests all the time for people to get involved um, and just stay up to date about timelines. Um, and so, yeah, with that said, each team will have one minute uh, to share a little bit about what they're working on. I'll pass it over to Christine and JD first, because I think they have a hard stop uh, for another event here at the hour, and then we'll pass it around the circle. Hey, yeah, I have another one right now, but quickly, um, we are excited for so many things. Like I said, uh, Chaos is going to be helping us deploy um, a risk dashboard. We are extending our Genesis pools. We have our token sale coming up. We are always taking, um, I don't want to say applications, but, you know, invitations from the community to help join our team, being mods, taking suggestions. I love that. We've gotten so much of it already. So keep reaching out. Um, there is a lot to look forward to. And I just want to say thank you for having us here on this call, getting to be a part of working with all these partners. Bye, guys. Awesome. And, and Christine, if you have a chance before you go, where can people learn more about these dates that are coming up and all other Tashi news? Uh, well, follow us on Telegram. Um, we are really active in there. We have a Discord also for those who are more Discord fans. Um, Lindsay is constantly updating that group. You can find us on Twitter and we constantly are posting our upcoming AMAs and events that we're doing. So pretty easy to find. Awesome. Well, don't want to make you late. Thank you for the time. Um, and we'll pass it on to whoever would like to share a little bit next. Yeah, um, I'll go next. Um, so at Stride, everything we do begins and ends with security. Uh, we're obsessed with security. It's our number one priority. When we improve the security of the Stride blockchain, that has benefits for every single chain that has a liquid stake token or has other liquid stake tokens on the chain. So Stride security helps Osmosis, Neutron, Evmos. And um, a big thing that we're doing to vastly improve our security, of course, many people may know, Stride is going to be transitioning to interchain security from the Cosmos Hub. Uh, our economic security is going to go up by about 100 times, which is pretty impressive. And that big date is going to be on July 19th. So on July 19th, Stride will be transitioning to interchain security, which improves our security profile and benefits every chain that interacts with Stride. So that's definitely the thing that we're most excited about right now um, in terms of yeah we're just really excited about it and a couple more things i'll point out um always check for stride airdrops uh, we just renewed our airdrops yesterday i believe uh, you can go check and see if you're eligible there is an airdrop to evmos as well as other airdrops to other tokens they refresh every month and um also check the aprs for forge uh, we've been talking about forge uh Maybe people aren't quite aware of the APRs for providing liquidity there. They're not that well advertised, but take a look on Revert, and some of them are pretty decent. Um, so those are the things I'll just quickly advertise. And then if you wanna, if you wanna learn more about Stride or follow Stride, you can follow this account and join our Discord. Awesome, thank you, John. And I know uh, Diamond Rock was reacting. Uh, I must have seen at least a dozen reactions from Diamond Rock there. So he's super excited about all the security that you guys are bringing to Stride. Um, and yeah, super excited for just kind of everything that you guys are building over there. Who would like to take it next? Sure, I'll jump in. Um, so first of all, thanks to everybody. Uh, thanks, Liam, for organizing this. And thanks to the rest of you. I think you're all awesome for for building towards uh, the future of Evmos, and we're happy to collaborate with you. 
I guess uh, from from our perspective, I guess everyone should just keep an eye out for the upcoming release of the Elixir uh, farms, which are basically uh, farms with in-range incentives. So that should uh, be a really fun way for the community to get involved with uh, with Pangolin and boost liquidities on Evmos. Uh, and I guess uh, down the line, maybe later in the year, I think the community of developers on Evmos can look forward to potentially utilizing the Honeycomb SDK to add in potentially uh, a swap function or the farms to their own uh, DAP. So that specifically is good if you want to make your own token, the default token on your website or, or DAP uh, when users visit uh, the DAP website. And I, I guess we're really excited to get Evmos integrated into BridgeSwap eventually, because then we can really bring users into Evmos from outside. And I think that will overall boost the liquidities as well. How can the audience support us, I guess? Uh, well, just follow this account, uh, join our Telegram group or Discord, get in, try the decks. Uh, if you want to get started, just go and, go and try it out. Uh, check out our BridgeSwap. I think you'll really love that. and. Um, yeah, just feel free to to send us a message in Telegram, give us feedback, let us know how we can improve, and uh, join our spaces, our AMAs, um, etc. Yeah, we're, we're looking forward to hearing from all of you. Awesome. Thank you for sharing. And Forge team, would you guys like to go next? Yeah, so we're continuing to work on some of some improvements for the, for the decks. We gathered a lot of feedback from what our users experienced, and we're working on fixing some minor things and improving the user experience. Uh, for any update on us, you can follow this account. You can go to the official Forge Telegram. We also have a channel within the FMOS Discord. And you can also check out the accounts of Orbital Lips and FMOS DAO as we're all working on this project together and we continuously share updates. So anywhere of those, you can learn about us and the future steps. Awesome. No, thank you for sharing. And thank you all for sharing. Um, in fact, JD, I, I know you're kind of in, in a little bit of a floater. I keep going back and forth, whether you're part of Tosh, you're separate from Tosh, but are there any final uh, last words that you would like to close out on before we do? Yeah, sure. For clarity, just while we're talking about it, I'm, I'm an advisor to Tashi. I'm not part of the core team. I'm not capable of making uh, any decisions for them. They do that themselves. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, um, thank you all for having us. Uh, we're super excited to be here. We're super excited to be building in, in Evmos, uh, working with great partners and, and new friends. Uh, very, very exciting. Anybody that wants to reach out to me, feel free to do so uh, privately. DMs are always open. Happy to answer questions, hear criticisms, feedback, uh, entertain ideas. You know, we're, we're, it's like I said before, we're only as good as our collective ideas. Uh, and our collective commitments. So uh, excited to count on the Evmos community for that and uh, looking forward to the future. Thanks a ton, guys. Beautiful said. And now, thank you all for joining us today. Uh, we are certainly excited and looking forward to the next couple of months of Evmos DeFi. And we want all of you guys to, of course, be part of it. So don't hesitate to reach out to us if you guys have any questions um, or if you guys have you know, any thoughts about who you guys want to hear from next. Um, you know, I know our mark wonderful marketing team, Hillary and, and uh Scribe and Ross and team help put this together and thank you to them for putting this together. You know, I would love to do more events like this. And so if there are other teams that you, the community, want to hear from, please do let us know. Um, and we'll certainly take that feedback into account. 
Thank you all for joining us this Tuesday. It is a happy Taco Tuesday at that. Um, I am certainly craving cookies and popcorn, at least this morning, uh, which I can't say about most mornings. But, you know, we'll see. Maybe cookies, popcorn, or tacos at some point to that. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, and we will catch you all later on. Take care, Athmosians. Thank you, guys. See you. in like Taoism. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, like just inevitably it kind of starts to happen. There's this principle in like Taoism where it's like the more you fight something, the more like the opposite of what you want, inevitably it kind of starts to happen. Tripping on the bird app, listening to nerds flap, wondering why the fuck my timeline's so cursed. It's like everybody's holding heavy bags in Web3. That's why they can't fly, they just drowning in the bird bath, fishing for some dry powder. Watch how we ignite the tower, blowing up their bank accounts, forgetting how to fight the power. Y'all don't even realize how deep this shit goes. They preach an open sauce, but don't listen to the code, and now it's mutiny, community, uprise. There's no more humility, futility, plus size. Motherfuckers leaking from the wrench down to the bare metal. Which side the line you bleeding out on when the dust settles? Motherfucking west side shit, needle and noose, sticking with my armory, yam beta. And Bruce, repping psychedelic artistry, believing the truth. Like these motherfuckers even need a reason to sue? GM fam. Is it really worth all the effort? Is it really worth all the fighting? Is it really worth all the drama? And the answer, I think, is a clear no. We started using Zoom, now we finna zoom out Teaching all these plebidites what this game's really all about Little baby bitches when they choose to have fits All you're left with is kibble when you lose all them bits And that kibble's just sawdust, this shit is all rust Not a great look, you're what we call all nuts And I for one did not see that coming Cracking open books, yo, that's a lot of money Meanwhile over here rewiring features More critical thinking, huh? Less knee jerk, more evolution, less shit corn Preachers pretending to be teachers Y'all just predatory leeches I mean please, just look at the track record A bunch of VC rap fucks Sucking up the cheddar, the recipe is two steps Rinse and repeat, now we all in your butts And we bring in receipts GM fam, have a seat If you're listening to this, my, my plea to you it would be like don't have, don't, don't have to take a side on it Just say like, is it really, really worth this war of attrition? It might cost cost us a lot more more than than what can be gained by like fighting this to the better end. And sometimes it's better to just like move on. Ten spaces.